We got taglines? Oh, we do. Mm. We got some great... Well, actually, there's only one, right? Okay. But it really works, uh, especially uh, for this kind of pseudo-remake, okay? Yeah. Reading, writing, and radiation again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? I'll allow it. I mean, it yeah. works, right? Um... Ladies and gentlemen, I do not have a gross for this film. I do not have a budget to report, but maybe the film was just that gross. <laughs> maybe Lloyd, maybe Lloyd himself will provide that next week. Yeah. Okay. But what I do have is the rundown here. We got two sex scenes, ten pairs of breasts, three penises, including a three-foot heart-eating penis, two man asses, one dildo monster, one melting penis, one fully melted person. One female masturbation, two female, two male masturbations, one man fully engulfed in flames, one exploding boy, one dog tossed over a waterfall, one duck stuffed in a mouth, eight instances of vomit, one mutant pregnancy, one blowjob, one fetus monster, one monster through the chest, one human heart, one pair of lactating spray breasts, two eyeball explosions, and one nose ring ripout with 12 human deaths. One and one dog death, a 5.5 on IMDb, a 40 meta score, and a 57% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2013's Return to Newcomb High, Volume 1. Let's drop some bombs. Attention, please. This is not a drill. This uh-huh. is a nuclear emergency. We mutated. And my wheelchair is illogically mutated, too. And I think I can feel my legs. April Fool. I got duck rape. What do we have to be afraid of? I'm Papa, the sailor. This machine just called me an asshole. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Welcome to Bonds Away. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... I... Damn, Jarrett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Well, uh... well this, is, this is the episode where you get to reinvent yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a remake. Just try all over again. <laughs> right? Um, like I said, welcome to Bonds Away. It is the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. Uh, we are the show that uh, drops bombs on Hollywood's bombs. So if you're listening and joining us for the first time, welcome, especially all you trauma fans out there. Uh, this is basically our introduction. This is our school of trauma. <laughs> and I just bombed. <laughs> right? Uh, I have a lot better ones. Go to the rest of the episodes. <laughs> I swear. this is. I had gone out last night and uh-huh. someone was like, the only thing we're drinking tonight are Red Bull vodkas. So okay. Then I was awake for about 23 hours, slept for five hours, and then now my body doesn't know what is going on. But I'm here. 
Yay! But thank I'm you, here. thank you for joining us. Yeah, but I um, didn't die, <laughs> right? Not like everybody else in this film. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. So, uh, what what I kind of prefaced, uh, and, and if this is the one that you're joining us on, I actually recommend that you go to the cla- uh, the la- the previous episode that we just did uh, yesterday, which is a class of Newcomb High, 1986. Um, and kind of start from there because as those who are frequent fans and listeners of the show know is that if you haven't seen the movie that we're doing, we kind of walk you through the whole thing. At least the good parts. Right. Uh, we walk you through. We rag on it as much as possible. But something that we're not quite used to all the time is that sometimes we stumble upon a movie that knows that it's a B movie. And anything in Troma's library knows 100% what its audience is and who it's going for. And when it comes to now this film and Return to Return to Newcomb High, it is completely self-referential and is in on its own jokes. So while there are going to be some things that we're going to pick apart for the most part, we're just kind of going to kind of fan coast through this one because it was a lot of fun. You know, very real. So you want to dive in? Yeah. All right. So I I have to say that what it was a really cool touch to start off the film with Stan Lee like they did in the trailer. Yeah. I I thought that was just going to be like a trailer thing to get you hooked. But it actually turned out he was he did the entire introduction. So uh, you don't necessarily have to listen to our episode because Stan actually caught you up (laughs) pretty well. Yeah. Right. Um, I love in this introduction that they kind of poke fun at Newcomb Highs 2 and 3, uh, being like, yeah, let's fast forward through that bullshit, mm-hmm. right? This, we don't need to see it. Yeah, this movie um, does a lot of breaking of the fourth wall, right? So in a movie that breaks the fourth wall, you can't really – and a movie that openly is, says, like, in a illogical move in the plot, like literally says that on title cards, being like, I don't know how it got yeah. there. Stuff You can't really pick apart things that don't quite make sense in a movie like this. So this is a very abnormal episode for us. Yeah. <laughs> so we all we can do is really go scene for scene. And, and, and um, also, if you're listening out there and you saw this and you have questions for Lloyd, um, write them in in the next 24 hours because we're going to be sitting down with Lloyd Kaufman um, and presenting questions that people had about uh, trauma in general, the past 40 years of trauma history, and any plot details that you wanted to figure out. I know from part one that I want to know what happened to the Warren is a mutated monster subplot. You know, that's a burning question for yeah. me. You know, <laughs> um, I want to know why Warren was like basically a second uh, toxic Avenger that never came to be yeah. after he killed two people. <laughs> I know. Um, and this movie kind of does elaborate more because like we said, it's it's a sequel. This is actually part four, but it's a pseudo remake in a way, uh, kind of like um, I think the best example would be Vacation. Mm-hmm. where the vacation uh, that Ed Helms came out with like two or three years ago yeah. is kind of a remake of the original and them going to Wally World, but it's Rusty trying to relive his past. Yeah. So it's in that 
like vein where I'm like, bravo. Like yeah. it, it, it doesn't say fuck you to the fans of the, like it's what, it's what the female Ghostbusters should have been. <laughs> Honestly, right? We wouldn't have hated on that movie so hard. I liked that movie. I hate that movie so much. Yeah, but much. you're a Ghostbusters fan. Oh, hugely. But I think the public as a whole wouldn't have hated on it if the other guys we passed down. We don't know down. why the public hated on it. Well, I think we would have accepted it if the other guys would have passed the torch. Honestly. If they were mm-hmm. in the movie as their original characters and yeah. passed the torch down and was like, we're too old well, for this shit. Well, that's just an entirely That would have been great. Movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, neat. Yeah. Yeah. Zul so, could have came back. <laughs> he's supposed to. Yeah, I know. But then people are like, we didn't like it enough, so right. we're not making a sequel. Right. It's like, well, <laughs> the sequel's what you wanted. They have to reestablish to get... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. certain steps. Anyway, um, let's dive in. Yeah. Again, because we already said we're diving in. I literally don't I remember the start of this movie. Um, Stan Lee introduces um, basically everything. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then... This is oh, this is an insane opening. Yeah. So like you you get uh, no not the not the factory yet. You get pretty much a montage establishing the school. You you have a uh, a blind security guard that keeps popping up every once in a while. Yeah. Like which is great. Uh, people are going through metal detectors. And what I do have to say about this film right from the start, and it never lets down, is that it is making social commentaries about the world that we currently live in. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Right, like uh, the metal detecting for guns and we high haven't school had a school shooting and... in three days, and then there is like, oh, don't worry, it's just a school shooting. CNN doesn't even report on those anymore, right? which I was like, oh. So like, yeah, right. So like, uh, I uh, all the comments that we made in the last episode, and we were very like treading on water. We hadn't seen this yet, yeah. and now it's like. Well, I don't need to apologize for – well, I would if I said something really bad on this episode. But, like, I feel like the movie itself says everything that we could possibly say, like, even in the yeah. lights of the past well, I mean, month just of things the, that have happened. the truth. Right. It's not like they're making fun of it. They're just like, oh, isn't yeah. it sad that this is the society we live in? I know, right? So uh, we kind of get a more expanded version of – from the first movie – where a couple goes down into the basement and starts uh, having sex in the first movie, just some ooze dripped on them. And she was like, Oh, you came on me early, yeah. you know? And that was it. This is like an extremely expanded version yeah. of it. It's like the pipe breaks, the ooze starts coming out and like burning them. And but then also there's the like monster the monster already. that's space. It's a dildo. It's a turd. <laughs> I thought. Right. I thought it was, a. it yeah. looked like a, it looked like a black dildo. It looked like a turd to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but it goes in the guy's butt. It goes in the guy's butt, right? And she's like, ooh, you're wiener. But then he comes, but he's just coming blood, constant Yes, blood. he's spraying but blood. But then his dick <laughs> falls off. Uh, there's there's a lot going on in this, yeah. right? So, like, he comes, he sprays blood instead of cum all over her, and then... Because the monster's inside him, I guess it not only makes his, you know, like... Uh, uh, I guess toxic waste is also acidic. I'm not quite. Yeah. Ch- I, I'm not a. Right. I'm not a wasteologist. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it, it it just like in the first movie and a lot of other trauma films, like it does whatever the plot needs it to do. Yeah. Right? right. So some people get superpowers. Some people melt immediately. <laughs> yes. Um, and in this case, uh, he sprays all over her, which in turn, I guess his his blood and cum is acidic, and she. 
melts away. Meanwhile, his dick falls off and he runs away. So you don't know if he dies, yeah. but she melts into a pile of bloody mush and bones, right? And then a janitor comes with a nudie magazine. Splooge. to go, Yep, Splooge magazine. And there's also a Splooge website. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just uh, sits down and sees the body and is like, meh. And yeah. then the title, Return to Newcomb High, comes up, right? I love that we're, we live in a world of Tromaville in which I assume that this is just, like, for him to be like, meh, like, he's seen 40 years worth of trauma yeah. incidences, right? Because um, this movie, at least when it's not breaking the fourth wall, lives within the rest of the Tromaverse. Like, Toxie's at the party, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, there's a Toxic Avenger figure, like, and when she's writing her blog. So there are, and there's a Toxic Avenger poster in her room, too. So there are hints that they live within the world, yeah. but then also, I guess one could assume that, just like, I would assume eventually in the Marvel's movie hero world, there's going to be films made of the Avengers within the that yeah. universe, you know, like somebody's uh, they make an Avenger movie based yeah. on a true story kind of thing. I would love that in joke in the Avengers movies, honestly. That'd be good, you know. Uh, it, to the point where, like, I don't know, Captain America's like, I hate the guy playing me or yeah. something. Like, it'd, it'd be fun, right? But this is, I'd like to imagine that this is the world that Tromaville people live in. Is this world where? Toxie is alive and he saves Troma from all the problems in in Tromaville, but then they've also made a movie. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> um, and that's me not not having seen more than the first uh, Toxie, so maybe it got self referential to that point. I don't know. Um, like I said, we have a lot of movies, a lot of movies I've wanted to see in the Troma library, uh, especially like Troma's War, where I see it like a giant body count of people, just like very commando style, just. People just Jeez. being gunned down in and, and really and Sergeant Kabuki Man, which uh, there's history uh, that uh, happens in this film and every movie since Kabuki Man. D- did you notice in this film there's uh, the Cretans are chasing like a random couple people in a car, but the footage looks old and yeah. like it just flips. So Lloyd, since Kabuki Man, that stunt cost them millions of dollars to do. He has used it in every film since, just recycled it as an in-joke. That's good. So that's why it just keeps showing up. Um, and he'll literally just film actors in the same type of car, so it's the same color yeah. and everything for internal shots, <laughs> and then just use the final yeah. like flip, the flip and explosion. explosion. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's the kind of in-stuff that's been going on. But there's this whole library of things that I – we've been holding back on that I I don't know how much because there's another thing in this film where remember she has the duck in her mouth mm-hmm. and she goes by uh, a whole a guy with he, she's he's like taken hostage by a group of girls yeah it's and, Frida uh, uh, oh, Frida <laughs> Judah Friedlander okay he's yeah. from 30 Rock and well no I is he's it really Rock. him yeah it That's looks him. like him That's I him 100% oh okay so, I've rewatched that series multiple okay. times. And I he's know in him. front of the Troma yeah. Studios, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, roll, roll down door. And he's there, and it, it's a throwaway joke, but I feel like there's more to that joke yeah. that I'm missing. I know that the girl with the giant beehive is from Class of Newcomb High 2. Yeah. Right? I don't think it's the same actress, but I know it's the same look, like, with this beehive thing. But I feel like there's more to that. 
And if those of you out here who are listening are like, yeah, dumbasses, it's from this, this, and this, I'm sure in a film like this, there's so many references we missed. Yeah. So why don't you just educate us? Let us know. You guys are, if you're listening and you joined us uh, for the first time because you're uh, brand, you're trauma fans and you, you know, you heard about us from Lloyd's Instagram or, or Twitter or you were at the premiere. I, we're holding back on so many because we want to do them as episodes, but I want to be shocked. I want to be as yeah. shocked as I was for this, right? And this is a great example, this opening scene. I was just like, that's how we're starting this? Right. Like, that was insane, right? And then I was like, okay, we're um, we're on a whole new level here, yeah. right? So now we're introduced to um, Lloyd Kaufman himself playing the um, uh, Hertz Kauf is his name, and he is the Trome Organic Food Stuff Incorporated president. Now, Trome Organic uh, is the original site of the nuclear power plant that's behind the school. Mm-hmm. Um, they tore down the nuclear power plant. I would assume probably rebuilt it somewhere else because there's still waste everywhere, yeah. right? Uh, but Trome Organic... Like in the parks. There's waste just... Every city, <laughs> it's like all the buildings fell down, but they still had the containers. Right, uh, probably but, not good. I mean, it's got a, a half life of like yeah. a, a million years or something, right? Um, and so, Trome Organic is a corrupt um, food company mm-hmm. that basically is pretending to be organic and healthy for you, and it has vegan products and. Like everything that you know, we kind of roll our eyes at in today's society. Gluten free tacos, right? And um, I'm gluten free, so I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> right? <It's> like, <laughs> and yeah. um, all the villains in this are over the top and disturbing. Yeah. Um, Lloyd's is funny because he's over the top, but in like a fun, like old manish way. Constantly having milks poured on him. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, okay. But it's the principle. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, don't show him. Like he was like a, uh, he was like a walking Larry Flint. Like he was just, yeah. just gross, right? Uh, and like, and then what's also funny is I don't know if they were going for this joke or not, but he also reminds me of like Alex Jones, like just completely conservative, like against those who were hmm. like writing blogs and and like the liberal. He media. makes jokes about being uh, like Reagan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's clearly... Which I was, like, very spot on, like, Fat Reagan. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Robust Reagan. Robust Reagan. Uh, but he's gross. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to look at this guy. Yeah. That always makes me uncomfortable in movies and TV shows where it's like, it's really good because it's like, that's how I like I would react in real life and not wanting to look at him. But, like, I literally don't want to watch this right now because they're disgusting. Right. Like, Yeah. Um, he was the most disgusting. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say big people are disgusting. That's not what yeah. I mean. But they're clearly they found like the biggest, grossest people they can to gross us out. Like, yeah. that's kind of the point. Right. And it's working, at least on my level yeah. where I'm like, I don't this guy's like like sometimes he crosses his eyes and that's even more disturbing. And he's just he's got like, like the Willard haircut. Oh, God, it's so gross. Um, so basically they have released. Uh, a new taco that they're going to distribute out to the school for Taco Tuesdays, and it's uh, gluten-free tacos, and um, it's uh, it's clearly contaminated with nuclear waste. Yeah, right. Nobody knows why, but it's also, like I said, 
logic doesn't matter in this. So like, just know that there they are, and they're going to be distributed. You know what? I just had like the weirdest brain blast. Oh, Antigen X. Okay. So, remember in the the second X Men when they're like, "Oh, we can give people superpowers too by doing this," right? In what X Men uh, X Men United, the woman Nightcrawler. Yeah, I think so. Because um, there's Antigen X, and it's supposed to be like cure them, but then there's also like the reverse of it where it gives people superpowers. But I was like, because what I'm getting at now okay. is like the chemical very much seems like that to where it's like you don't know how people are going to react to it. So some people it could legitimately just kill, and then other people uh, could superpower. Okay, up. I get it. And I was like, oh, it's like X Men. Okay. I just figured that out. Yeah, then, a little bit. Like, but the people who do get kind of like superpowers seem. First, zombie-ish. Yeah. But then they're normal, and they've just changed it. Like, it, it's one of those things where I said it's like, it doesn't quite make sense what the rules are for when you get contaminated. Yeah. Like, it, it anything goes, right? Mm-hmm. So, now we're introduced to Chrissy and Eugene, right? Yeah. Now, Chrissy and Eugene are parked in a car, and they're making out, and... uh Chrissy is topless, and Eugene is trying his best to go down on her. And uh, she's not feeling it. She's coming out with a million excuses. I'm on the rag. You were on the rag last week. Yeah, but I have a headache, and, like, you know, I have toxic shock syndrome and, like, all this stuff, right? Then Eugene goes on this rant, right? And uh, I'm just going to play the rant. Hold on. What is it? Uh, it's that time of the month. And uh, it's a horror movie down there, so... Again? That's what you said last week. Uh, you know, I have toxic shock syndrome from all the tampons, and uh, I got a headache. So, um, I... Look, Chrissy, I think you're super sexy in, 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 in a butch kind of way, which is weird, because what does that say about me? But, but, but we've been talking about having sweet, sweaty, dirty... Kinky, really weird, fucked up teenage sex in my big blue white cream leather seat El Dorado for months now, and this is all I get. It's insane, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, just, yes. Yeah. Um. It, but it's so funny too. Yeah. Like, it's it's out of control, right? Starts um, jerking off, but he can't open the magazines to his nudie magazine because they're <laughs> so like come closed. So here's um. Sealed shut Here's for her protection. I, and this is this is the theory, and like I said, I really do love this movie. Sealed shut because of his erection. <laughs> yeah. That one's better. Um, once again, I have to preface it before I make this critique. Love this movie. Yeah. It's had, had such a blast with it. But this is something that I feel like permeates the production as a whole, right? Um, is that he had this amazingly comedic, monologue right mm-hmm. the show is frustration and like they, that they haven't had sex and he's just like going crazy ever not having sex right and i feel like that was enough yeah this whole like i need to show him masturbating and going insane is what i think happens in this movie a lot is that like you made your point you made the joke but then you 
took it too far. You went over the, you know, off the rails. You went so over the top but that now you're like, move on. But isn't that the trauma It is. Trope? No, it is all the way. So why would you critique it then I'm, if you know what that's what it is? I know. No, I'm, what I'm critiquing. Jonathan. Hey. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just get scary. What I'm, what, ah, he yelled. What I'm critiquing about this is that, like, this movie different different differentiates itself between a lot of other trauma films in its look its film production like yeah. it, it clearly it looks better it seems to be smarter and funnier than other things like it it's it's somewhere setting itself above the rest right yeah and then i really think that this film could have climbed out of its own like I don't know, reputation of yeah. a trauma film and went on to be like a possible remake if sometimes you didn't cross that line that I'm speaking of where it's like, that was super good. That was great. That was the best take. You don't need to masturbate. No, you don't like, you don't, don't pull your dick out. It's fine. You don't need yeah, to masturbate. But you know? at the same time, like, like when I just, we just said like, it is trauma. Right. So it's like, then it wouldn't be a, a trauma film. Right. I just mean, like, it feels like, and maybe th- it, this is a great example of, like, me, like, at, at work, when you're less like, oh, you don't you have to go this masturbate far. at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just meaning, like, you, you made the joke, you made everybody laugh, you don't need to keep going this far. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's, that's yeah. like, my sole critique of the whole thing, is that sometimes I'm like, what a great scene, like, that yeah. was clever, it was smart. And, and it just now, goes on a touch too long. Yeah. Right. Uh, I didn't think it was too bad. For me, what really always gets me is just like um, useless gore. But in this even like it, there was useless gore, but it was just kind of the only thing that I had an issue with was the ripped off penis just because I'm like, ooh, ow. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, we also get introduced to the new girl. Lauren. After this. Lauren. So okay. she's the new girl. They call her like the rich bitch. Yeah, which I don't see any signs of her being quite rich. It doesn't show that she's rich besides like her being in her own house. Right. Oh, she's got a pet duck. I I mean, rich. Yeah, rich <laughs> means pet duck that you so, keep in a dog cage. Yes, she has a duck, Kevin the duck, right? And um, Kevin the duck. I'm still not quite sure. Nathan the dog. Kevin's purpose in this film. Trent the cat. <laughs> Stop. Jessica the goldfish. <laughs> okay. Um, so Greg, the hamster, I'm not understanding. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> I'm not understanding Kevin's qu- real purpose because I, it's a bit more clear than Tiffany, the gerbils. Oh my God. He's <laughs> <laughs> trauming that. Um, Keeping it going. I know. Right? <laughs> well, well done. But I, Kevin seems to, I don't know what the idea, and yeah. this, this is a question for Lloyd, like what, and maybe, and maybe it'll get explained when we watch Return to Return to, mm-hmm. where it's like, here's Kevin's full purpose, because yeah. this film. Well, we see Kevin lay eggs, and we see Kevin run off. Yeah. And it's very much a to-be-continued film, so. Right. Yeah, I do think we don't have his full purpose Okay. Um, I like to think we don't have his full purpose I like yet. to think that, too. The poster behind you because we have drama posters all over our studio no no no! i'm not um, looking at it i've put it behind me <laughs> Jesus literally Christ. um shows a very duck-like creature there up in the corner um that might be kevin you know but then kevin's also in the heroine's arms in the center of the poster too That's so a- i'm not quite sure uh Big people are like yeah uh, 
well, who cares? Because we saw it at the premiere tonight. So, like, the, your answer is, like, moving on. Uh, so, now we introduce that Chrissy is a person who is writing a blog. And we have a voiceover, and she's like, oh, 18 views on the blog. And I was like, oh, it feels like our show. Yeah. <laughs> but then it turns out it's just the principal that's been looking at the blog 18 times. Right. Um, and then we're introduced to Chrissy's aunt. Because Chrissy's parents are dead. Right. She's an orphan. She's, she's an like, orphan. oh, you must be so sad because you're an orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also, they make uh, some sort of joke that will lead to... Um, something else in the movie and then they go oh what's that and there's a four in a shadow on the wall like a gobo and like this i'm like oh we're in like scary movie realm now oh (laughs) that's foreshadowing i was like the the number four on the wall i was hilarious i was sitting in my room and i like did a slow clap i was like well done guys well Well, what is she says um she says maybe someday you'll find a man that'll make you that happy and it's like (laughs) what's that oh it's foreshadowing right because a man isn't gonna make her happy yeah um a woman is so (laughs) this is another this is another beef curtain pussy oh yeah that's right she does yeah she does mention that (laughs) gross um, Although anytime ever anyone ever calls it like beef or roast beef, I just think of sandwiches. Then I get hungry, which is weird because I would not be the one that you would think would get hungry no, when talking not at about all. roast beef curtains <laughs> or like ham wallet. I'm like, like, yeah, like put some ham in my wallet. I'm hungry. I love a good ham. You ham like, wallet? That's... You've never heard that? No. In the meat locker. Uh, I've heard that it's, one. Yeah, no. There's a ham whole song wallet. about. Um, um, it's the people. Um, it's the song Foxtrot, Uniform, Charlie, Kilo. It's the people that did. Um, oh, that Candy Heart just threw at me. Yep. Um, uh, the people that did um, the Animal Planet song. I wouldn't do that. Camel, do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Oh, that's not Animal Planet. You and me, baby. It's the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, the Bloodhound Gang. They did a song that's like it's called Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Kilo. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But they say in the ham wallet, in the meat locker, in the what other things do they say? They say a bunch of innuendos, and like they even say the word innuendo in that song. I love. I. It's my like. It's one of my songs from like early high school or middle school when I would like be like, yeah, I'm listening to words I shouldn't be listening to, and it's oh, yeah. funny and like, blah, gross. I knew the whole blah. Discovery Channel rap. Yeah. Like, just oh, everyone does. Oh yeah, we all love it, right? <laughs> if you were like a guy, you loved that song. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure girls did too. Yeah. So um, now we're switched back over to Lauren and Kevin. It's the next morning, and Kevin the duck is missing, and all she has is a feather. And they also can't find um, Sally the parakeet. Okay, we're done with that joke. <laughs> see, see, just like a trauma film, it just goes on too long. Um, so Heather the horse, though, yeah. she was fine. They found her in the stables. Now you're doing alliteration that wasn't I know, even appropriate because I love alliteration. I can't. I do too. Um, but she finds one feather from from him, and she takes it and sticks it in her cap. Yeah, and then she just yells at macaroni. Like yes! I am watching this film, and I'm like, this is Jared's movie. That was the be- <laughs> like majority of the film. I was just sitting and watching. Like this is kind of dumb. This is kind of dumb. But it was moments like that where she just goes. <laughs> 
macaroni and then runs out of the room and i was like she stuck a feather in her head and called it macaroni <laughs> i got so excited <laughs> mom, but it's mom, also look it's, at the, this yeah. joke, mom. it's the stupidest <laughs> thing though because she even like she goes into kevin's cage and she's i just woke up i don't know if you've been listening to this episode but i've just been sitting here like yeah. i'm not alive right now <laughs> but i just woke up because of that stupid joke yeah. but she like goes in the cage is like did he leave me any clues? And she finds a feather and then just macaroni. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's now so stupid. Now we're introduced to um, a couple more shots of like high school life. The principal is saying that like, yeah, I went on and checked lettuce lover 69's like blog 18 times. And th this is where they're showing shots of like, uh, boys getting showers and girls getting showers and like every single adult is like a trash human in yeah. this film like they're just all gross and disturbing well, see, i think that's also part of the social commentary mm -hmm. is majority of adults are gross and disturbing. trash humans yeah. yeah look at us i know right nobody nobody wants we us. both just burped at the same time yeah we, did. <laughs> we both that was actually kind of creepy we're half drunk here so what i watched you i'm not Oh, I thought you've you, had I, two hard ciders, and I've had one hard cider and half a glass of wine. You just broke the entire illusion that I was going for. <laughs> oh, I just ruined. I was like, "You're a bitch. You're a lying bitch." We've had eighteen shots. I'm kidding. Yeah, just kidding. I did thirteen shots in the span of uh, six hours one night, and yeah. I should have probably died. I don't know if you know this, but my uh, BMI doesn't exist because no. I'm essentially skeleton. Yeah. So thirteen <laughs> shots should kill me. Yeah, and no, it should. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of killing, mm -hmm. um, the Taco Tuesday is in full effect. Yeah. And uh, the, the students... The greenest guac you've ever seen. Yeah. The students aren't all eating it, though. It like, looks... only specifically the Glee Club poofs, right? They're the trauma, <laughs> trauma poofs. I forgot what, like, that was a thing. And yeah. so I thought you meant, like, the Glee Club poofs. Like, they vanish. <laughs> right. And the air went poof. No, the trauma Like, poofs. they just vanished. Like, oh, they poofed from the situation. Right. Which now I just want to start using that. Hey, I'm going to poof, but let me know if you need anything. And people will be like, you're going to shit? What does that mean? Right. But, like, runs away. Cloud that says poof. <laughs> poof. So the Glee Club is eating them, but also... This uh, nerdy kid, which seems to be a reference to the nerd kid from the, the yeah. first one, right? There's a good handful of tables, though. There's even, like, the jock table. But then the table that, like, our main group sits at, there's a sign on the table that says, like, losers with brown bags, <laughs> which yeah. is just like they brought their lunch. Yeah. Loser? Can't pay for your own lunch? At, yeah. What a loser. It's more expensive to buy lunch at school. Way Okay, more. you want to know how nerd I was in uh, high school? I went through, I, uh... I looked at the cost of my dad paying oh, for my lunches, and I looked at the cost of buying my own, like, going every single Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. It was my own little alone time, like, therapy. I'd go to the store alone on a Sunday evening, and I'd buy my groceries for my lunch, and I'd, like, <laughs> put it all together. I found that it was more expensive for me to buy lunch at school than it was for me to go to the store and, like, buy things. So then I was like, Dad, can I just have 20 bucks each week to go and buy my own lunches? Mm -hmm. He's like, okay. Saves okay. me money. I was such a loser. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's what happens when you're in high school and you're super depressed because you're a closeted homosexual, so you analyze budgets. 
the fuck? <laughs> That's why I'm upset that I didn't live my life when I was in high school. <laughs> looking at lunches. Because, because How can I make my dad happy? I dropped out of cross country. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. Maybe he'll be happier when I come out if yeah. I've saved him money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, then I got a theater degree, so I wasted a lot of money, but that's okay. He's like, it's Not obvious. You don't have to. I'll just buy school lunches. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't care about you. You're the youngest of three. <laughs> no, you're going to eat but school lunch because The joke straight. is now I'm the most successful out of the three, so. Actually, yeah. I'm the second most successful. Well, my brother's just in IT, so I don't see that as success. Uh, Sorry he... to everyone that's in IT. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, like you live with him, so like he's gonna oh, hear yeah. this and he's gonna be pissed. Oh, you think my brother listens to this? Oh, my man. brother doesn't care. We can't even get family support. I know. Only your mom. Your mom it's loves it. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Who's Jama Cipher? Yeah. Oh, that's my mom. <laughs> like, yep. I was like, yeah, no, 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 that's mine. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's my contribution to the show. That's the only likes we have. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. My dad does it too, though. If I post Sometimes, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. he he likes on Instagram. Nice. He's a big Instagram person rather than Facebook. Yeah. My mom doesn't quite uh, want to advertise the uh, things uh, like this, yeah. <laughs> right? Because all her Facebook friends are church friends. Did you know I... So at our job, at our place, I also use our place of work as mm-hmm. a classroom to teach things and stuff. Sure. So we talk about social media in one mm-hmm. of these programs that mm-hmm. I facilitate. And I had a group of like high schoolers. They were like uh, 15 and 16 year olds. And none of them have a Facebook because for them, Facebook is for old people. The number of times I've so been told by a child. what are they doing? Instagram. Twitter and Snapchat is like their social media. Interesting. Yeah. Because I'm starting to hate Facebook too, though. Yeah. Well, because I think Facebook is too much of a conglomerate. Is that the right word? I mean, it's it, just too it's much a... in one place. Yeah. And now people are going to like Twitter where it's like you just say things. Instagram, you just show things. Snapchat, it's just a quick throwaway. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's they have those different compartments where Facebook definitely even tries it's to con- everything. get everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I think people are like, no. Yeah. Then you see like... You see way more sponsored posts, like stuff that you don't care about. Well, Instagram's like, starting to get really annoying with it, too. Yeah, but I don't see that as much. I do. The number of times I'm like, crap, I liked an ad again. Which just means that they're actually doing good with their advertising. Yeah, that, I'm like... Meanwhile, I'm Facebook like, is like, you looked at onesies last week. You want 18 onesies? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, jeez, yeah, I don't care about right? onesies. Stop showing me them. No, what, what Facebook You're lonely. tends to do to me is like, you bought this. Would you like to buy it again? Yeah. Like it's, it's, I'm like, no, if you did your research beyond I landed on that page, you'd know I actually bought the book. So <laughs> like, don't advertise that I need to go get the book. You buy books? Yeah. Yeah. You don't buy books? Sometimes. Sometimes I like the hardbound no, no, version no. of something. I buy books. I love reading. I just mm-hmm. didn't expect, like, Me? you. Well, it depends <laughs> on what it is. It depends on what it is. Ready Player One. Now I'm just curious about it. what you actually read. Uh, Kevin Smith's biography. Okay. The book I just bought is to prepare for tomorrow, uh, the interview. Like, I okay. bought... Um, Everything I learned about filmmaking, I I learned from the Toxic Avenger, which is a story of Tromo's studios. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, you you want to borrow it and read in twenty four hours, mm. three hundred pages. Is, yeah, uh, you know, it's doable. but um, yeah, it just depends. And and uh, because I buy a lot of books uh, on VHS culture as well. Oh, I thought um, you were about to say I buy a lot of books on VHS. Yeah, and I was like, okay, 
<laughs> That's one way to do a book. Yep. <laughs> Just pop There's it into my old VCR. One of the best TV shows that was, <laughs> you'll understand everything about me if you ever watch it, is called Happy Endings. Mm. And it's amazing. It was cut too short. But one of my favorite Showtime, lines, right? No, it was um, ABC. It was oh. ABC, and it was cut before three seasons. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was like the massage thing. No, that is that's there a, was that. That's an HBO one. Or that Showtime. was like a movie. But oh, um, okay. Happy Endings is a TV show about uh, six friends in that live in Chicago, and it's it's just hilarious. But one of my favorite lines is, uh, "Yeah, I know things. I heard it in a book. I heard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in a book. I heard." Um, Which actually is like where society is going today. Majority of people that like on podcast are like, oh, I listen to books. I don't read them anymore. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, we are, uh, this show is a product of the culture that we sound. live in. Yeah. Sound culture. Like, people love yeah. this kind of stuff. So, so back in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we happened. got that yeah, far that went off real on that far. one. That was, that was way far. And um, we already revealed that we're kind of technically sober. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but Crazy. Um, They're like, at least that gay kid started talking. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's now a party. He's active. Can, well, no. So we're at lunch, and then the nerd guy. It's the same thing as the first movie. The nerd guy. He has a taco, and then things start getting weird. He starts kind of like melting. He's well. He's convulsing. He's got like toxic waste. Like, and that's the, the weird part is that like the people who seem to melt or stuff like they have more toxic waste coming out of them yeah. than what was consumed. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Right. Uh, Cause it's coming, it's spewing out of his ears like fountain like yeah. in both directions. And he kind of convulses and shakes, but then he uh, combusts. Yeah. He just straight up, Fires burst into flames, which well done. Yeah. That's, that's a real human in flames yeah. stunt. Like, except like, the mask was a little. Hmm. Uh, but you know, yeah. whatever. Like, I, 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 yeah. At this point, like, the, uh, you know what you're in for. Yeah, at that point. and it's still a full. Yeah. That's a full human in flames. Yeah. Like, so it doesn't matter. Like, and th- then, like, he falls to the ground. He melts as well. It's just a disintegrating theme. They also have the joke of like he's running by some people and they're fighting over like Justin Bieber being the best. Yeah, (laughs) it's two teachers from the school. It's like, I think Justin Bieber's great. But you ever see whenever they're like, okay, I want you, and it happens in movies. I hate it so much. They tell background actors to do something and like live it up because we're going to film it just as a throwaway. But then they don't know what else to say. So they're like, your character is going to be arguing that Justin Bieber's the best. Instead of being like, uh, Justin Bieber's amazing. His world tour for Stand Up BU was sold out and his copies of uh, yeah. something he did. Belieber. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But like like that would be convincing. But instead he's just like, Justin Bieber's great. Justin Bieber's the best. Justin Bieber's really good is like their argument. But it also like it's doesn't like, oh. like it's not supposed to be something <laughs> yeah. like then you're supposed to overhear anyway because the focus yeah. should be the man in flames. And instead, like, not only he runs by them and then he, he bursts into flames on them. and then it goes back to them after, like, the kid is, like, passed out on the sidewalk yeah. burning and um, the head winds up, like, like spewing blood out the top yeah. like a fountain, too. Bloop. Um and then they go back to that, and he's like, yeah, that's what I said. Justin Bieber's the best. Yeah. Right? And I was like, wow, this is <laughs> really, really, really driving that one home, right? Yeah. And 
meanwhile, that happened, and like I said, the Glee Club was eating uh, them as well, but you don't see anything happen to them quite just yet. Uh, meanwhile, also in this scene, uh, Chrissy and Lauren have a girl fight because she uh, Lauren accidentally splashes Chrissy with water, and they have a girl fight, and they both get detention. Uh, after this... Then uh, there's a wake that happens. Who's awake? <laughs> you now. She's awake. George, um, she's awake. So there's a wake for the nerd kid who just burst into flames. Scary movie three. <laughs> I yeah. George, she's awake. Um, and whispered to myself. And doing, I know you did. <laughs> like I couldn't hear it. Um, <laughs> so. In this week, like, there's a kid that's a protester and being like, no, like, uh, uh, trauma, uh, trauma genetic, or what, what, what are they called? I'm sorry. They're, uh, oh, trauma organic. They're like, no, trauma organic poisoned us. And they were like, get him out of here. And there's another blind security guard bit that I love. Yeah, they pull the kid out, but then the blind security guard's pulling on a girl, and the girl <laughs> just goes, you have the wrong person, idiot. Like, it's like, stop. Right? There's so many great little yeah. throwaway bits like this. And then uh, – uh, now, the Glee Club here, right? This is from somebody who was in vocal music and stuff like that. The songs that they're singing – Oh, they're all um, – They're barbershop. They're, they're not – No, no, but they're not – it's not even that they're barbershop. It's all um, – what's that stuff? Um, no rights. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, they're I think all – They're all royalty-free. Yes, they don't have royalty. Right? Thank you. If they, but – what they're saying, they're all barbershops, so they actually have no female voices, even though they have a female, yeah. right, in there. But you're right. It's like Sweet Adeline, Old Lang Syne, like, you know, stuff like this. Um, the um, the main one that they sing is Amazing Grace. They do Amazing Grace because here. Because it immediately made me think of my favorite Mystery Science Theater, yeah. um, Touch of Satan. Oh, yeah. Because they use Amazing touch Grace. Of Satan, it'll get every spot out in the room. <laughs> ah, with just a touch of Satan in your eye. Um, they use Amazing Grace in that though, and they even call it out of being like, "Oh, don't have to worry about copyright." <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I understand that, but yeah. also, it just being somebody who did barbershop music and like Dapper Dan type stuff, I'm like, "Oh, I did a Dapper Dan." Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I know you did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we're on air." <laughs> <laughs> cut that in post. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's out there. No cutting. It's not the first time you've admitted to it either. Mm. Um, but that's what this kind of stuff is, right? Yeah. And it's the only thing I wish that maybe they could have like latched on to two or three songs. I don't know how much songs cost. I'm I, not a yeah, songologist. I wish they could have done a bit more of it to like. I wish make, they could have gleed it up yeah, more. I wish they would have made fun of Glee more because I really hated Glee. Oh, I did too. The first, like, the idea of it was actually like every gay kid's dream. 100%. What, Glee? Oh, oh, let me pretend, or like, let me be in high school and then walk around and whenever I have a feeling, I just sing about it mm -hmm. and the world kind of, like... <laughs> and the world choreographs around me yeah, and understands it's, it. It's literally what I did it. in high school. Like yeah. I would walk from class to class with my headphones in and be like, tell me how so stubby with no air. And I'd be walking and like everyone would be around me, like walking in classes. And I'd like be like, a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it'd be like me walking and it's like, God, this song, like, uh, like it portrays to my life, except at my time, like I was just listening to sad music from Grey's Anatomy. It was like, God, this could be a really great music video. Is like what Glee was supposed to be. Sure, but it, it kind of was. But then it was started to be like, we're gonna only do songs that have the word like, 
jazz in them it's because only, it's a it's jazz a Britney episode. Britney Spears yeah. only episode. It's a Madonna episode. Yeah. It's an episode where we only sing songs that have the word God in them because it's religious. And it's right. Like, Fuck you. Ryan Murphy, stop ruining good ideas. Right. Have the good ideas. We love your ideas. Stop doing them yourself, though. Well, this <laughs> is this is in that line of being like, okay, um, I personally would have found like the closest ver- of something I could I could do without getting sued of yeah. a song, and then changing it to well, like see, toxic waste that's and kind of trauma what they had. and stuff like that. One of the songs in this uh, in this. Uh, movie mm-hmm. was kind of a uh, I can't remember which one it was. Is it the end credits one? No, it's it kind of it plays at the start. It plays a little bit in the middle, and it's that kind of like kind of sweet like uh, like swing like not like uh, Jerry Baby, but along those lines. Okay, just like a uh, doo wop, like yeah. a very doo wop song. Except mm-hmm. the doo wop song that they play in this is like. Then you go and you die in trauma. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. got like lyrics like that. And so, like it, it reminded me a lot of some song, but now I can't think of it at all. Yeah, I, I yeah, that's the kind of thing yeah. I want. I wanted something, and that would have been good. Yeah, right. Um, to 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 do that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that didn't happen, but it's yeah. it's okay. It's just when I when I heard the barbershop type songs, I was like, mm, I, I did that, but that's yeah. not Glee. I think it's just easy for them because we they did can, a lot of Disney yeah. songs when I was in my show choir. Yeah. Well, I can just imagine them being like, oh, uh, we don't have to worry about royalties and sure. we can throw five guys or four guys in a recording studio and have them knock three songs out and pay them 300 bucks and then we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, of I, course. Yeah. Um, that was my, but that's yeah. that's only a personal experience yeah. of being like that's not Glee, that's yeah. a quartet, yeah. you know. But either way, they're singing um, "Amazing Grace" and then begin to mutate into their Cretan form, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is and all the Cretans have a throwback to like a different Cretan. They do, right? And so I didn't girl quite the, notice yeah. it. The girl is like Gonzo. Well, the girl is the mix of the other girl okay. and the guy yeah. and Gonzo. Yeah, she has both in her. Mm-hmm. And then the main guy, the main guy, mm-hmm. I was like, did they replace him with an older man, but like keep the body? Because right? he's a really hot body. He, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to feel right now. Right? He looks like Leonard from Big Bang uh, if he had like a lot of Yikes. like face crack ma- yeah. makeup on, right? Which, did you know that that's um, Leonard from Big Bang is the kid from Christmas Vacation? He's rusty in that what? one. Yeah, yeah I didn't you didn't know, know that. that? No, I, everybody's always surprised when I reveal that one. Like that's a probably piece of because trivia. I don't like Big Bang Theory. No, but like it's one of those things where it's like that's yeah. what that kid became. Like oh. it's crazy, you know. Uh, but so they mutate into the Cretans, which the Cretans is a full throwback yeah. to the. Uh, Honor students from the first movie that uh, then mutated into the most violent gang in the school, um, and everyone runs out. Which is funny because gangs really aren't a thing in schools like that. Well, I don't think they might. Well, punk rock was right because they're clearly I mean, a nowadays punk rock there reference. are gangs, but they're a lot different. Right. We have a coworker that used to be in a gang. What? Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Right. Because <laughs> we're actually, going... it's the one person you would expect to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, can't wait to discuss yeah. that one. Anyway. It's actually the coolest story. Sorry. Okay. So, um, they immediately freak everybody out because they're, like I said, they're zombie-ish. They're not, like, in this moment, they're like, Aah! 
Yeah. Like they're like, falling apart. They're like, vomiting. Yeah, they're, they're like Dawn, literally dying off they're the stage. Dawn of the Dead remake style zombies, right? Or 28 Days Later. Like they're like screeching and like running or after 60 people. 60 minutes. 60 minutes? He just said a number. <laughs> no, it's like 28 Days Later. And you, then my first thought was, I know. Later. 60 um, minutes. No, I'm just saying edition. that style of yeah. zombie or World War Z. Like they're they're yeah. running, they're screaming, they're insane. Like, you yeah. know, that kind. Not slow moving zombies, right? And they start terrorizing, but then they immediately get their wits about them. And then they start yeah. driving uh, cars, right? Souped up cars. Yep. And then the movie itself in a title card says they inexplicably change costumes change looks and like yeah. already are like ready to go uh, so that's fun it's like i can't even be yeah. like how they get the cars how and they then, get i can't do what we yeah. normally do on this show but this is also when we get our uh our car explosion scene yes this is scene. the sergeant kabuki man reused footage scene and so that happens <laughs> then <laughs> yeah. they go to knock off niagara falls no it actually is it, it, well, so the, the the high school that they filmed at was Niagara Falls High, and oh. it, it would it, and it was like closed down. So like this is all done around Niagara Falls. Nice, right? Um, which Troma is based out of New York, so like everything yeah. they do is Jersey and New York anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, so and they they even do they they had a photo op in the in the opening credit scene that was like a guy yeah. in a barrel of Niagara Falls. So like. Yeah, I guess Troma is also close to Niagara. Right. Or I don't know because I always thought Troma was just across the way in Jersey from New York, right? Uh, like, like a, I believe a real power plant is yeah. there, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know Jersey. I'm not a Jerseyologist. <laughs> so then they go to the falls and they see, they introduce a teacher where it was like, we were going to introduce oh, her Mrs. earlier. Crabtree? But. We didn't because we didn't want to distract from her putting a uh, condom on a banana because that was a pretty good scene. <laughs> I was like, I like that. Oh, I love, the, that I, I love all these title cards. We were going to do this, but like we didn't want to distract. What was from the nerdy moment. ones yeah. like uh, uh, said by scientific researchers to probably cure cancer within the next week? Yeah. No, it was um, <laughs> uh, super smart kid. Is literally about to cure cancer right. in and then we moments. <laughs> it said like in moments or minutes. Ugh. Like has the cure for cancer in his brain and will realize it in minutes. Yeah. But then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. So they start singing. And now because of their superpowers, they used to, when they were singing uh, Old Lang, well, not Old Lang Sight, uh, um, Amazing Grace, yeah. they were horrible. Yeah. And like it was horrible to hear even. I was just like, now somebody who can sing, I was like, this is painful. Yeah. And now they're like amazing harmonies. Like, And that's funny too. Sweet Adeline. Sweet Caroline. Not Caroline. That's bop, bop, bop. No, it's Sweet that's Adeline. That's bop, bop, bop. And they're singing this to her. And like I thought about this too. I was like, Ooh, that'd be a good actual scary horror movie. Is like literally a group of of killers that stalk their prey and then sing to them before they kill them. Like, like, and they're good. They're like good singers. And like, because this, if they weren't wearing this makeup, I feel like, and it was like in a different context. Through four people that are like singing to you before they're they're, they're gonna slit your throat. Like that's pretty fucking scary. I mean, if I'm in a dark alley and I start hearing like. Four gay dudes singing Umbrella <laughs> by Rihanna. 
I'm not going to be worried. <laughs> like one's in the back like, and the other one's like, ah, 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 ah. and then the other one's like, under my umbrella. And they're like coming towards me with knives. I'd be like, good joke. You're gay. <laughs> Which one of you is single and desperate for dating me? And then they would probably not talk to me anymore. That's oh, how I would survive. Yeah. But um, when the sky comes, we'll run together. <laughs> I'd be like, uh-huh, and just walk away. I'm like, that's cute. You're blocking the exit. And they're like, mm, that's, stop him. I 100%, I'll probably not get murdered just because I'll pass the person that's like trying to murder me. And I'll be like, uh, you're really in my way right now. I'm in a hurry. And they'll be like, oh, okay. Jeez. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, they throw the teacher over the waterfall. We assume she dies. And then they grab our dog and they throw the dog over the waterfall oh, too. Oh, Callan would have hated yeah. this. The dog <laughs> like, doesn't, she finally would have quit on her own. Yeah. <laughs> the dog literally doesn't like it's not like the dog just falls in the waterfall. Like they show the lady disappear into the water, but then the dog they show like hit a rock and explode. <laughs> like, oh. It's a dummy that yeah. just like just so then at the same time in this park, we see our, our our rich bitch Lauren. Yeah. She finds her duck, Kevin. And she's like, "Yay, I found Kevin!" But then the the poofs they um they find her and they're like, "Woo, ha ha ha!" Yeah, and they do what they call duck rape. duck rape. What's well, not quite rape? Yeah, like, which in the trailer I was like, "Oh man, they're gonna stick a duck's like face right. in her vagina." But they end up just shoving the duck in her mouth and like gets stuck there. And then you get this montage of her running around town, town like trying to get people to help her pull a duck out of her mouth. This is another example of like too far for me, yeah. where I was just like, just... "It was a little too far in this one." Yeah, yeah, because I was like, "Just like, grab it and pull it out pull, yourself." Yeah like or yeah. clearly somebody would have helped yeah. you like it just it goes on too far of being yeah. like all these people i did like the amputee yeah like he's he like, like sorry I can't, I can't i would help like, but i don't have arms he's trying to shrug his yeah. shoulders to show like mm, yeah rah. but yeah this is this is where i was like oh, just somebody pull it out or like let her run into her like immediately please don't and they just kept going but um she runs into Chrissy, and Chrissy goes home, uh, takes her back to her house, and uh, finally gets the duck out. But not before realizing that the duck has uh, chewing gum legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just uh, Stretch Armstrong legs. That... Stretch Armstrong that doesn't recoil. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're, it's just silly they're like doing pretend like pull-ups with it and <laughs> stuff. And, uh, yeah, it finally comes out, and then... This is another oh, opportunity. As she's running around, though, the duck lays eggs. It lays three eggs. He pops out eggs. Yeah. I'm not quite sure because uh, it doesn't show them, like, drop on the ground. If And I saw what you were saying about, like, hopefully those eggs come into play. If they had shown a shot of them dropping on the ground yeah. or, like, cut back to them, I would say that that's going to apply more. But yeah. I just don't know. What, they, what is established is that uh, the duck at some point drank some toxic waste. Yes. Um, and the, She found the duck in the park eating toxic waste, and right. then they shoved it down her throat. So whenever they pull the duck out, the duck has, like, glowing green teeth, mm-hmm. and the uh, not Lauren, but uh, Chrissy. Chrissy, she goes, oh, the duck probably got into some bath salts. <laughs> yeah. She was like, excuse, good. which right. I love that, because I love, um, it was my favorite thing about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is constantly saying, oh, the meth heads. Oh. oh, the meth head. The meth heads. I never watched that again. show, but oh yeah. my god! I'm sorry. Uh, every time I watched the movie, yeah. I love that movie. Well, every time something <laughs> bad would happen in the school, or like, <laughs> ah, ooh, <sighs> <sighs> ah, 
That's like, my favorite part. <laughs> every time something bad would happen in the school or like something would get broken into, they would just blame it on the meth heads. Okay. Instead of the vampires. Sure. Is like how they got but away with it. was that code? Yeah. Or they were actually blaming no, it No, it was that. literally like, God, our town has such a problem with meth heads. Oh, okay. Is literally like- Interesting. Poor Sunnydale. Okay. Um, so then after this, uh, they they pretty much have bonded. Like Laura oh, and Chrissy she's have bonded. like, I got to go to a party tonight. And she's like, oh, I should let you leave and get ready for it. And she's like, no, no, no. I mean like- you come with me. Right. And so they kind of have this like subtle lesbian thing going. Right. Which is turns into a but it also, literal like, lesbian It extended thing. back to like when they had their little cat fight in the cafeteria. They got uh, – we skipped over a scene where they got detention and then Chrissy was going to get in trouble for something in detention that I don't recall. But uh, We're talking. Okay. But Lauren is like, oh, it was my fault and defends her. I knew her. I needed friends and I was talking. To right. And the lady's like, okay, just don't do it again. Which is like a man voice. <laughs> Don't do it again. Right. Um, but that kind of established, like, mm, I kind of like her. She's not really a rich bitch. You know, like, the, the crush started on Chrissy's end, at least. Right? Uh, so, because it, it doesn't seem like Lauren doesn't have uh, lesbianic feeler, uh, f- feelings. Uh, lesbianic feelers. Lesbianic. Lesbianist. Until... And this is this is the weird part where it's like, it seems like her drinking the Trom Organic uh, brand, uh, whatever was uh, at the frat party we're about to go to, is what gives her lesbian feelings, yeah. right? Like, because she didn't have like it, it's all on Chrissy's side, right? And it's already established that Chrissy herself what doesn't let Eugene go down on her. She's not attracted to him, and yeah, like, but. Lauren doesn't seem to have those thi- those feelings. Well, we haven't really had any like experience right. with Lauren in a sexual sense. So right. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. Don't label. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. So they're having this house party. Toxie himself is at the house party, yeah. like just partying, which I loved. And then Lauren drinks Melvin. the Tromo Grant. Melvin. Yep, Melvin. <laughs> Melvin was a 90-pound weakling until nuclear waste transformed him into... The Toxic Avenger! Right. Really, like, why hasn't he been in the Marvel Universe yet? He's an Avenger. I would, <laughs> right? It's just a toxic hey, Avenger. Hey, guys. Yeah. I would, oh, uh, yeah, let's remember to tell Lloyd this for the yes. next, like, like, like let's Where get him at. in, yeah. right? Or let's just insert him into <gasps> Avengers. Edit him. Let's yeah. edit him into Avengers. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> this is also, though, like, the point of the movie. Like, I didn't realize how far this movie was going to go into what they copied from the first one. But I was right. like, they have a lot of ground to cover mm-hmm. for what is left in this movie. Because right. it's surprisingly, like, the movie's only an hour and 15, if that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, closer. I think it was an hour and 11. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're at 55 minutes, and this house party is, like, just like where we're at right there's 20 which, minutes left in the film which basically. in class of newcomb high that's in the first 30 minutes yeah is when you go to now this is a real frat party versus newcomb high's night this is a house party not <laughs> yeah, a frat party right Difference. well yeah that's right house party but don't it, don't even ver- versus versus newcomb high's 80s nightclub yeah right? <laughs> it's way different Right? I this was more like actual animal yeah. house i got really excited for my college yesterday because i was watching forensic files my university was on it for a murder that happened in 2004. Right. Way to go, University of Missouri. <laughs> Woo! Murder. So, and then, yeah, so... Lauren the, drinks the Trum Organic, and yeah. then the, uh, it immediately is like, let's go dance. And they start dancing. Then her eyes are like... Meow. 
right? And then there's a band that's playing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're playing this song. Uh, like, I'm just, here. here's the song. Here we go. Let's dance. Okay. This is the last song I'll ever Now, this song doesn't have a verse. It's just a chorus yeah. that keeps going over and over and over again, right? Is this... And it doesn't... I, 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 I'm not quite catching the in-joke other than the fact that it's like, oh, we're making fun of, like, emo songs, I guess, yeah. right? Tonight but it doesn't exactly apply to their, like, like sexy dancing, like, right. having a moment thing. I've also, though, like, I've never been to a house party. I've never been to a party with a live band. No? Unless it's, like... Oh, like I, you have like, not partied then. Oh, I've partied. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, oh, I party, bro. I'm not going to dance to someone covering a song like with you, guitars and stuff. You wouldn't dance to like a cover band? Because this isn't a cover band. I wouldn't dance to like if somebody's like, kill myself. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to dance kill to that. I'd be like, what the tonight. fuck? This is not a song. Yeah. Right? No, I wouldn't dance to like original songs. Maybe a cover band. I've done it before, but that was at a street party like in my hometown. But like I've never like if I've been to a house party, it's just like music playing in the background where it's like a DJ. Yeah. I just <laughs> like, like I don't want to listen to a Beatles cover band. No. Well, it wouldn't be a Beatles cover band. Like there's I uh, and those who are listening, like go check them out. They're called Saved by the Band. They're a '90s cover band. They're fucking oh, yeah. amazing, right? And they do a lot of weddings and a lot of house parties. And it's 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 a lot of yeah. fucking fun. It's it's just it's a blast. Um, and so yeah, absolutely. You haven't gone to a, like do they a band ever do party? Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, that's my go-to karaoke song. And oh. once someone came up after, it was no, like... they try to stick to pop and rap. As much as possible, they do oh, a little bit, no doubt, rap. and they do. Oh, I love no doubt. Um, they also do. Uh, what's it called? The eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 it's going to be a lot. You've of dead invited air. me to a show of theirs before, so yeah, we'll, you we'll definitely go to another one. Check them out. Um, so uh, there's there's yeah. a shout out, guys. They're dancing. Sponsored by Saved yeah. by the Band this <laughs> episode. <laughs> so they're dancing, and then Lauren's eyes glow green. For a second, yeah, which that was like, weird. Right? You're like, okay. And then they they go upstairs, right? And they have sex. Yeah. And mid sex, there's a. She makes Chrissy makes a comment though. She's like, "Oh, it's not really like ready." Or she said, "What does she say?" As she's getting into the bed and is like, "Oh, at least it's like lived in because there's trash oh, everywhere because it's a foreclosed oh, home." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? She like throws shit off the bed, which is weird because like the guy whose home it is. 
Oh, that's my He's favorite like a character. Preppy black guy. Okay, so my favorite character throughout the entire series or the entire movie. It's one guy, he's black, and it's literally his title card. It shows his name, but then it just says, he's black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Along those lines, more or less. But he's actually, like, he's the most, like, well-knowledgeable and, like, self-aware yes. character. And he was doing and the whole... Probably, he's like, it's my foreclosed home that the party's in. Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. like, don't trash it, but then they end up burning it down. Mind you, um, <laughs> that that it was a... Um, a not abandoned, or maybe it was... It, but it was shut down... Um, um, uh, what's a mor- mortuary? Oh, yeah, wow, yeah, right. Ooh, and bodies. so they were in the basement of of the whole party was filmed in the basement for the most part of this abandoned like a uh, funeral home, funeral parlor. <laughs> They're like they used to put makeup on dead people here. Woo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but it's definitely like it's it, it looks like a Detroit house. It yeah. looks it looks it's clearly it's like in the it's probably in the Bronx, like from like nineteen nineties, the Bronx <laughs> Warriors. Yeah. Like it's just like there's a plot immediately next to it of a house that long it's got torn just down. Downtown Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> so like that was our city hall. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Detroit. Yeah. So right, uh, just wait for Robocop. He'll yeah. clean up the whole city. Yeah. Um so after the like, there there's a sex scene. In mid sex scene, they cut over to the party again, and there's Eugene. A, huh? Well, no, 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 no. The, I, oh, what I'm don't... talking about is there's an Asian girl that like cuts her wrist and then like sp- like rubs the wrist full of blood. She like cuts her wrist. Big guy has a big guy lick the the razor blade. And he's like, that's pretty good. And she like rubs his right? her blood on him. And, he's and like, then yeah. they cut back to yeah. more sex. And Random. I was like, what was that? What just yeah. happened? Why did that happen? Like, once again, might be a reference that I'm totally lost on, but there are cutaways in this thing that make me go, what the fuck? What just yeah. happened? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I do have to say, like, I'm really glad this mil- the movie's editing is not as frantic as the original. Like, yeah, yeah it's not like flash, 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 flash. Yeah. You know, it's really, that's why I was saying cinematically and editing and pacing, it's really well put together. Oh, yeah. Right? So, um, then Eugene, right? Yeah, this then is Eugene, where you get another penis. Yeah, he he he, he broke up with Chrissy yeah. via text at the beginning of the party. Yeah, and he there's this girl. She's pretty hot. He's like into it. She shows her boobs immediately, and he's like trying to get in her. I guess we'll say. Yeah, gross. I hate that. And then there's like a he's like very, I want to touch it. I want to touch your vagina. A very obvious like six inch dildo yeah. in place of a penis and he's like oh and it's literally like 30 seconds of him being like there's a penis there where it's not supposed to be and i don't know like what do i do but i really want to have sex and there's a penis but like what am i supposed to do with but my he also, penis because there are two monologue, penises here like, in that monologue he had like uh he was talking about conflicting feelings anyway yeah right so like he's not opposed to what he's seeing right yeah. now he's just conflicted uh, on whether or not he goes with it yeah. or not, right? So that's that's an interesting thing. And right. I mean, it, it's it's a cool bit, but it's so at the tail end that like I don't really give a shit about Eugene at this point. Yeah. So like I'm I like, just give a right. shit about his muscles. Oh. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, and I'm already focused on Chrissy and Lauren. That, yeah. Like I don't care about Eugene. Like so, this is such a kind of throwaway, especially because the Cretans have arrived outside. Uh, of the yeah. party, and they have lit a Molotov cocktail and thrown it through the uh, living room window, and yeah. then are just like, "Let's get out of here," and that's it. They, right? Yep. 
And so upstairs we have Chrissy and Lauren, and they're talking, and they're like, what if we went public? And yeah. Lauren's like, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because what does LGBTQ stand for? Uh, in Tromaville? It's, I, I don't it. remember. I All was right. like, mm, it Lynch, was offensive. Grope, yeah. bully, torture. Yep. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> LGBTQ. Yep, that, that makes sense, especially in the trauma world. Yeah. Right? Um. I really like that one. I like I like that like it's a social commentary because honestly, it's not just trauma. Yeah. Like it that was a very well written like kind of social commentary oh, right there. Oh, they're aware. They know. Right? Oh, yeah. Um so everybody gets out of the party before like uh the place goes up in flames and they Chrissy, go home to relax. Yeah, they 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 part their ways. And this is where it's very much a recreation of after Warren yeah. and um, and uh, I think her name was Chrissy too. Yeah. Right. Like back in that movie. Um, mm. Either way, uh, Chrissy is playing the Warren part anyway, so the roles are reversed. But um, they go home and they have a, straight out of it where one of them is dreaming that they have become impregnated after having sex, which is even equally more funny yeah. than the last time because that Lesbians, can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is now dreaming that they've become the man in the situation yeah, and penis. grew a massive yeah. penis. And this time it's not undercovers like Warren's was. It's a real it three out. foot penis. And big balls too. Huge. Yeah. Right. And, but they... I guess we don't know if it's a dream or not. It's reality. Right. But they, because they go, were we dreaming or were we yeah. like Dr. Jekyll uh, like, and Mrs. Hyde last night? Oh, yeah. Right? Later on. But what happens next is that um, we go to the Creedence hideout, and it seems that the Creedence have increased in size and, and, and as a gang, right? They, mm-hmm. Their numbers are increasing, and they have a hideout now. And then uh, – Chrissy and Lauren show up and they're very like superhero esque, just like Warren was yeah. back in the last one. And um, they decide that they are going to get revenge on the cripple one that duck raped Lauren. Right. Yeah. And they, she takes her giant dick and dick slaps him in the face. Yeah. I thought his head was going to roll off, but then, yeah. and I really thought that they actually did kill him here until I, I saw thought, him another scene. See, later. I thought they just crushed his arms, so they were like, "Ha, paraplegic!" And now you also can't use your arms. Oh, that's great because but he also has he the. Can't use his he also later. has like, and I think it's in a, a a line that he sings or something, but something about like. Um, you don't know a marathon until you've run it like uh, two miles a day with your arms or something, yeah. right? And I was like, <laughs> that's great too. Um, so they start beating him up. What's interesting is like all the Creedence kind of just like stand by and watch as yeah. individual people get beat up, right? And one could say that it's because of like they're actually shooting heroin when they show up and interrupt them. Oh, yeah. They're like singing a song while shooting heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they got the rubber tubes wrapped around their arm. They're ready to go. Um, and this is also where Lauren sprays acidic milk out of her breasts. Yeah. Right? Which is also funny, too, because you're, like, once again, just, just bringing it up, but logic doesn't matter. Like, it's acidic to everybody but her. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Uh, but yeah, sprays it out into a bunch of people's eyes. Comes out of snake's teeth, but snakes are fine. Right. Um, there's two others that, like, uh, get, like, 
smash their head, their skulls. Oh yeah, together. their heads are destroyed. And then there's one other guy where um, Lauren's pregnant, pregnant belly, like a monster, yeah, splits out of it. Right, but it's like a tentacle monster that's still attached to her. Yeah. Right. Goes through the chest of somebody, grabs that person's heart, comes back, and then feeds said heart to Chrissy's gigantic penis that splits open into four, like it's Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> yeah. And this is the point where, yeah, it's yeah, you're very tame and very okay with all this. This is the point where it was just like. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like this movie, it's a saw the film. original and was like, let's just amp it up to another level. <laughs> like it's insane, and I love it. I was just like, whoa, yeah. right? I think personally, I could have done without the giant penis, but I get it. It's because you're straight. Yeah, right. You loved it. <laughs> no, I didn't love it. I thought it was gross. But... Yeah. No, I, I just care. like um and 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 this uh, after that um apparently there's a character we haven't really discussed uh, which is like albino I'll call him albino Timmy oh, or whatever. Oh yeah, he's like right? he's, he's gross he has like yeah. scag- scraggly like beard like blondy beard hair and um he He's just kind of always been around for Lauren, every scene. And I think that's why he was around and he was following Lauren, right? He kind of comes out of nowhere. Uh, for this scene, right? Uh, yeah. They run away, and now the Cretans are pissed, just like the original Cretans were for Warren when he killed a gang members. The Cretans are like, uh, get dirt on them. We don't know who they are, but we want to mess them up. Right? Something like that, right? These Cretans don't seem yeah. as bright or yeah. like articulate as the original yeah. Cretans at all. Well, that's because the original Cretans were primal. like honor students, and these are just glee kids. You don't have to be smart to sing. No, but like, I mean, in, in this sense, like they're very more animalistic yeah. and primal, too. Well, so the blonde guy he shows up and he's like i want to be part of your gang i guess and they're like you're gonna do our dirty work so he right. is in charge of getting dirty information on the two girls yep. which the two girls when they were in the bedroom they were like we should go public and one was like i don't think we should blah 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 and then uh the next day is the school day sure now um this is see that was in a movie that doesn't actually have an ending because it continues on to volume two, yeah. you could say that the battle that we just described is the uh, kind of climax. In this climax, though, also, and what's interesting about this film is that um, this movie, as part of their like 40th anniversary, was pitched uh, with the inspiration of Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse films. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why it breaks the fourth wall. And in this climax also has like uh, like where it's like a bumper from management, like a disclaimer yeah. <laughs> about things. And also like um, uh, a clipped reel and, and about um, like pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which I loved. I was like, yes. Now, um, it was Quentin Tarantino himself that suggested to Lloyd to turn Aww. this into a two parter. And yeah. as as an homage to the Grindhouse films, so like that's where all this is kind of coming yeah. from in the, these final moments too. Is like, uh, so another like I'm like awesome. Like yeah. you reference something that that's I so love cool. so much. Like and awesome ourselves. Like when it comes to our promo materials and things on the website that we do, is completely taken from like VHS and Grindhouse and stuff like that. So like awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Love this little bumper. Uh, but then the film. Kind of in, I guess, like 
you know, a two-parter, two-volume fashion kind of has this extra tact on 15 minutes after a climax to, like, get you ready for yeah. the next one. And it kind of, like, drags in this moment because, like, yeah. I'm just like, well, where do we go from here? Like, I know that this movie is about to finish, but I know we got more. So what happens is we're established that Lauren and Chrissy still don't want to go public but they acknowledge that they do indeed. It wasn't a fling, and they do indeed have feelings for each other, and they make out, right? Meanwhile, Albino Kid has been filming them on his phone, so now he's got dirt that they too, they are indeed lesbians, which is probably a bad thing in the town of Troma, right? Yeah. While that's also happening, um, you have Chrissy is in science class now after this, and so is the Gonzo-esque girl like of the Cretan gang because oh, the Cretans are this. still going to school yeah. right um, and the teacher is uh, instructing people about this new laser which I'm like okay we're going to do the laser thing from the first one too right and he turns the laser on and there's a mirror for some reason in the in the school and the laser bounces then the mirror and hits his eye and explodes his eyeball out right um and then Chrissy and I'll just call her Gonzo girl, yeah. like get into a fight. She rips the nose ring out of her nose, just like they did in the last one. But it, I wish they would have gone for the full giant nose ring. Like yeah. the last one, like it just would have been fun. But either way, she rips that out just like Warren did for the first movie. And they get into a brawl and somehow, the science teacher blames Chrissy for the brawl. I forget why. Well, because Chrissy started it. You were, and that's all it takes. It Sends her to detention, yeah. right? Uh, so after that, the other the teacher's other eyeball explodes. Oh, because oh, um, the Creedon girl vomits into his yeah. face, which then his his face starts melting a little bit, and his eyeball explodes, and now he's blind, and. Then you see Lauren taking a shower and seems to be a little bit of an homage to Carrie. Yeah. Right? Um, I definitely noticed that because, like, blood streaming down her legs and then toxic waste is streaming down her legs. She reaches down to clean herself in that area and looks up into her hand and it's full of blood and toxic waste. Boom. To be continued. Awesome. Yeah. I had so much fun with this. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a, a blast. One. I loved it. It was absolutely a blast. Um, what are your W's? Uh, for the, our new listeners, W's are, are who, what, where, when, and why uh, would you recommend this? Um, I would recommend it for anyone with more of a, uh abstract portion of comedy, I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't think that it's needed, but if you definitely, like, kind of don't go at things very much like head on and you kind of work around it like and have comedy about it it's a good film i like it it's neat i wouldn't say that it's uh the oscar worthy but yeah. you know it's fun no um yeah absolutely anybody who's a fan of um uh b movie cinema grindhouse anything like that this is <coughs> excuse oh my god Okay. This is definitely, I know, right? This is definitely a film that is an homage to those kind of things. Yeah. So if you loved Tarantino's Grindhouse, if you loved um, uh, basically anything from that era, or you're a trauma fan, like 
boom, this is going to be great for you. Yeah. Um, I would. I, I think. I I really do say watch the first one and then watch this to like yeah. just get it all caught up because they're all fun too. So like, who would I recommend this to? That kind of people. Why? Uh, because it's fucking fun. This is fun. We get it. Like, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and where would you watch this? Uh, at a party, I would do it as like a, like a drinking party. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a lot of fun. So um, we also. Uh, come up with a bit of like alternate titles. Do you have any alternate titles for this film? Ooh. No, because I thought it was better. It is what it is. I thought it was good as it is. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I didn't really have. Uh, and that's the thing is we usually come up with uh like uh, five star reviews as well. Uh, our bit, give me five and everything on here. And it's because it's also so new. Every review that we have is also like, there's only 16 reviews on IMDb and there's only one 10 and a 10. Well, there's actually two that I can find. Right. But they're just, everybody knows that this isn't yeah. a bad film like, Everyone like that. Everyone that has written a review right? knows what kind of film they're watching instead yeah. of like, oh, they just watched a bad film and loved it. This is just like, oh, they just I mean, for example, um, uh, one re- review is like, this movie is just awesome. It's super cheesy, bright colors, and brings you back to the 80s. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, you have another review that's like, trauma fans will relish return to the class of Newcomb High because it has the hottest girls and the campiest plot. It's like everybody is aware. So I can't even find a review that somebody is impassionate about this film without being aware of yeah. its history and where it is. You know, I can't find somebody who is just like, I'd never seen anything like this. And it's the most amazing piece of cinema ever. Like everybody knows what this yeah, is, you know? Course. So our normal things that we normally do in this <laughs> show, every, all rules have been off when it comes to this, uh, class of Newcomb series. Yeah. And, uh, I sure as hell, I'm having a great time. Ladies it. and gentlemen, um, we have an extremely special treat for you when it comes to return to return to Newcomb high volume two. Uh, that is going to come out tomorrow for those who are listening, the first day that this comes out. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman, the director and the president of Truman Films himself, will be here to rip on his own movie to give us insights to the questions that we have had burning for two episodes now and I'm sure we'll have on the finale of it all to give us behind-the-scenes making of, uh, to give us the budgets that we don't seem to have for these films. Uh, all of it, like this, is an exclusive interview in a, in a way that is honestly I don't think has ever been done when it comes to interviewing Lloyd or Troma as itself. Like most people are like, "How'd you get into business?" Stuff like that. That's all in the book. Go read the books, you know. Go or or listen to the documentaries. Like we are actually ha- asking him to sit down with us and do what we do to his own film. Yeah, honestly. I'm a little bit nervous because it's like we are openly acknowledging that we are going to rip on a film in front of the person who made a living out of it, like a lifestyle, a, you know, yeah. so there's, there's a little bit inside. And as I record this, um, t- talking about this, we haven't done it yet. So like, this is a genuine thing for me of saying like, this is super exciting. Cause this is monumental for the show to actually have the maker of the show, 
or maker of the movie that we're ripping on right here in front of us, but then also have him be totally down. Yeah. Right? Because it's scary. Yeah. I'm leaking toxic goo in my pants. And I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell him tomorrow too. Is like, like Lloyd. At any given time, you can tell us to go fuck off. <laughs> you know, just fuck off. Drop the headphones and run out. But like. That's the really cool part about what I think Troma and the last 40 years of Lloyd's career really brings to the table is that, yeah. like, he is in on his own joke. And I think this is going to be an amazing interview. So I hope everybody stands, uh, stays tuned. Uh, and if you are in the Southern California area and you're listening to this, there still are tickets available for the L.A. premiere of Return to Return to Newcomb High Volume 2. Um, that will be at the Le Le May. <laughs> I still can't do it. L A M M L E dot com. Um, it's up. It's up in L A. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday when it came out, it's tomorrow, March eighth, two thousand eighteen. Uh, there is a premiere of Return to Return to Newcomb High Volume Two. Please join us for that. We're going to be up there. We're going to be with Lloyd. There's going to be a Q and A afterwards where there's going to be more questions, but. Hopefully, in the Q&A, he's like, just listen to us. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so, do you have anything to promote other than that, Jared? No, we had a lot promoted just then right there. Absolutely. Um, uh, next week is uh, our St. Paddy's Day episode, which is Leprechaun. 1993's Leprechaun. So, if you are in the mood for a, a St. Paddy's Day horror, we got uh, another, another great one for you. I'll tell you that. Uh, other than that... Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Um, sorry, I'm not even going to describe what I just saw. Um, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if this is your first episode. Um, you can also follow us Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Bombs Away Show. Contact us if you have pieces of trivia. We got something wrong. I'm sure we did on this. There's 40 years of trauma history that like we're probably missing and they're like you didn't we suck yeah so. they're like you didn't catch this and you didn't catch that and you like well let us know and yeah. I swear to god you, like we'll shout you out we'll give you credit for it all on our shorties episodes our shorty episodes are where we give you a, a preview of the upcoming month worth of episodes and we take the time to acknowledge you the listener so let us know everything we missed I'm sure there is um, I'm sure Lloyd himself will probably like be like you missed a ton of shit right but that's fine let us yeah. know you can write to us or make good. a comment on our facebooks and stuff like that write to us contact at bombsawayshow.com uh that just about does it for me you got anything i already said no oh that's right i did i did uh. yeah um please join us uh for tomorrow's episode uh we're extremely excited um, make sure you share share that episode. Yep, share yep, the yep. fact that we were with with Lloyd and uh, he was able to participate in this. Um, that just about does it. My name is Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. I won't say it as fast as Jonathan just did. Scatting our way out of this episode. We'll see you next time. Yeah. See ya.
Greetings from Tromerville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when the Troma team and I are not making those great movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Newcomb High Volumes 1 and 2, we like to attend the amazing screenings at the Frida Cinema because the Frida Cinema is the best programming, the best movies, the best way to spend a couple of hours in the entire world. And remember, folks, Toxie reminds you to go to the FridaCinema.org and push that donation button. And look at all those great shows. There was a trauma month. There was even a trauma month. Oh, my gosh, the humanity. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.BigBulbEntertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.